0: Hello, and welcome back to the Off the Irish podcast. How are we getting
1: on,
2: guys? Pretty good, yeah?
1: Hello, greetings. Nice to be uh, (laughs) with you tonight.
2: Thank
0: you so much. Today we're here with a very special guest. How about you introduce yourself?
1: Uh, My name is Mottosirolamo, and uh, I'm an actor for my sins. And uh, most people will know me from playing Sir Maria in the first uh, season of game of thrones.
0: Oh, nice again on
2: though. Thanks. Uh, it's very exciting. We, we haven't had any other game of thrones. So, but hopefully I'll be the, the first, first of many. Very uh, much. Uh, right, hopefully, uh, Oh, there we go.
3: I was getting a packet of biscuits and a cup of tea. <laughs> so, uh, sorry for the delay. That's fine. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: Jude, uh, this is Miltos. You...
3: <laughs> it's, a, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to meet you.
1: <laughs> nice to meet you too. Thank
3: you, so, thank you so. much for getting on, by the way. My
1: pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. So let's start at the session. You start, just then. caught me before my little trip away for the weekend. I haven't been anywhere for five months, and tomorrow, off to um, I'm off to Cornwall with my partner to see her parents. Um, so we're just going for a long weekend. So that'll be uh, a nice thing to do. Seeing as we haven't been anywhere for five months, so it's like it feels like a huge deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty common.
2: Uh, well, i anyway, have fun with that, well, I hope you <laughs> that weekend. Um, so, uh, anyway, to get to the uh, oh, podcast, anyway, yeah, we, we've been recording.
3: Hey, guys. <laughs> How <are you> doing? <laughs> I didn't mean to put the biscuit part in the stream.
2: <laughs>
1: I think the, the biscuit part is uh, anyway, is great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we were just wondering how did how did you get your start then? So, uh, did you act before Game of Thrones, or was Game of Thrones your first role? Or
1: so I I have been uh, an actor since I was uh, once since I left. College, so I, I obviously, um, I went and did. I didn't go to drama school. I went and did a degree in uh, performing arts, and uh, kind of has been, I've been working since since then. Uh, that's about uh, Christ, uh, about thirty years nearly. Um, so, I I've been doing it for like thirty years. So, as with most most actors, they. Uh, been doing loads and loads of stuff that no one has ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Until you do the thing that everyone has yeah. seen. So, um, how lo- How old is Game of Thrones now? About ten years old. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: If 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 it justifies my teeth, I'm mainly
1: a theatre actor.
3: I have a Game of Thrones mug right
1: now. If that helps any <laughs> It doesn't. You relate? go on. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, so I, so, so yeah. So I, I was mainly a theatre actor, uh, and uh, dance background, uh, which kind of led me to being, uh, you know, having lots of experiences as a fight choreographer, uh, fight choreographer, and doing a lot of fight. Mm. So I so needed someone who could pick up. Uh, fight choreography quite quickly and easily so yeah so I've been doing it a long Mm. time I feel like I need to retire to be honest (laughs) I may be taken out of my hands I think I may be retired because so you put off there for a
0: second what'd you say
1: just the last part (laughs) Oh, the pandemic has basically retired most of us. Oh, as, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, as yeah, actors. Yeah. That's the thing.
0: It's been a very tough time for the film industry and the acting actors and everyone who works in film or TV, yeah. You guys are have a really tough during this time.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate.
0: It is unfortunate. Yeah, I mean
1: there's no work. I mean there's no nothing nothing's happening. Uh you know, there are there are some productions that were about to start that were halfway through starting, which are starting again like uh the most high profile of those are things like jurassic world which has uh obviously started filming again but uh but new pro- project who knows
0: yeah yeah i got that um mm-hmm. so you played you played on, on a lot of stuff i was looking at your imbd earlier and you've been a loads which of stuff but impressive.
3: uh it's very impressive
0: what's been your favorite role to play
1: Oh, uh, there's uh, it, a, lo- a lot of it is theatre. To be honest, I I uh, I love doing Shakespeare. That's kind of my 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 favorite thing to do as an actor because yeah. it, it it because it's such a challenge for me. Would you um, ever take on the role of Hamlet? I'm too old to play Hamlet, unless they do like a geriatric version, but <laughs> um, which they probably would do. Um, I. Uh, I, I I think most people play their play Hamlet when they're in their twenties and thirties, but um, I uh, I really enjoyed working at the Royal Shakespeare Company, which I've worked on on and off over the years, and um, and and so for me the challenge of of doing Shakespeare is, is one of the greatest things. Because I I was one of those actors that was always known for being a physical actor, you know, as a dancer or an acrobat or a physical comedian. That was the kind of stuff that I used to do. And, um, and so getting the chance to do Shakespeare was one of those things that I thought I never would be able to do. And I also thought, even though some of my First experiences of seeing theatre was going to the going to Stratford upon Avon and seeing seeing productions with Jeremy Irons and people like that. I I I didn't really think that that was the kind of stuff that I would end up enjoying and doing. But interestingly enough, I have absolutely um, uh, you know it's the kind of thing that I pursue. You know, if I I I I'll alter- turn down a lot of theater but what's the right opportunity of doing it because also it's difficult I, I actually don't think it's a uh, particularly straightforward and because it's so open to interpretation it, it, it requires uh, a kind of a, a level of, 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 uh, of investigation which kind of always makes a, a job more interesting than just doing stuff that you can do in your sleep
3: hmm. <laughs> yeah and that's, how you want, that's what you want as an actor you want an inter- interesting role interesting job is, uh, Especially with a lot of a
1: Shakespeare's
0: sh- characters because they're so complex yeah. and there's so many different ways that you can play them. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's why we keep doing it, you know, over and over and over again. You can see a million different versions of *Midsummer Night's Dream and they'll never be the same.
3: Yeah.
2: That's very true, yeah.
3: Which is an amazing part of the
2: mm.
3: uh, My favourite, uh, I don't know what the call it. I think it's...
0: Adaptation. Uh,
3: what the call it. I uh, don't know. Um, went went to a uh, theater in London before to see the Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the uh-huh. Roof. Yeah. That was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. The performance that was done on that on that day. <laughs> uh, I love theater. <laughs> I'd love to go see a few things after this, after COVID, like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And I and I think um, was that the one that was in the West End. I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah. Last year.
3: Jesus, who was Mike's nose? Stars. Woo!
0: Just put yourself on mute, Tara.
3: That is (laughs) easy. Yeah, it was on last year.
1: Yeah, I heard great things about it. It's a great music.
3: Absolutely. absolutely Amazing.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um,.
0: And, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of theatre. I've been to loads of I've seen, like, uh, Annie, and I've seen, you know, Jesus Christ Superstar. And it it should be, yeah, that one's a bit, uh, it's a long one, but... uh, and then there was also like this uh, primary school there that day, and there's one scene in it where I think it's Judas like takes his own life, and the entire primary school, where there are five hundred kids, just all left. In. But they all they all did it in like where you know where they have to like the lines where you have to like line up, so it them like half
1: an hour to leave the theater. I remember. I'll tell you a funny story. I remember being. Uh, At school, I think I must have been about thirteen or fourteen, and I remember watching Jesus Christ Superstar, the movie. Yeah. uh, In assembly, it was what it must have been like Easter, and they had us all sitting about, you know, two hundred kids in a darker room, uh, watching this movie projected on the wall. And uh, I, I remember two things about it. One, that uh, my friend who was sitting next to me was trying to pierce my ear with a with a, with a safety pin. Um, <laughs> do not even ask me why that was happening. <laughs> it was the eighties. I mean, who the fuck knows? Um, <laughs> I, I <laughs> it, it was, it was unsuccessful, but I do still have the scar. Um, yeah. And and then. And then, and then having nightmares afterwards uh, after watching that goddamn musical um, uh, of waking up in the middle of the night and seeing the the face of Jesus pressed up against my window. I used to sleep right by the window, and uh, and it used to terrify me. So that's what Christianity did to me. <laughs> Gave me nightmares. <laughs> Probably why I'm an atheist now. Yeah. well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ, man. Jesus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just that thing about
0: getting your ear pierced. There was a time, There was. I remember there was one morning on the bus where these two lads were piercing their ears with, uh, Do you know, the things you get cocktail sausages with? The like the, yeah. the sticks? They were piercing each other's oh, ears with like those things. Thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. That sounds just awful. Just so
3: bad. It was that a sounds like the record record school we went to. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad, like, there's a lot to say there, but we'll try and move past that. <laughs> 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 a lot to be said about
1: that. It's piercing each other's ears. Mm. So, yeah, I know. I don't know what on earth that was about. But, you know, it was kind of trendy at the time. Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do, you, uh, uh, do you get recognized a lot for being serial? Kind of, a lot of, because it is, Game of Thrones pretty big over in England, you know?
1: For all of the roles you've done, you've done a lot interestingly of roles. enough, interestingly enough, I get recognised more abroad than I do in the UK, and uh, 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 it, it's either for two reasons. One could be that people—I think people in the UK are quite a uh, uh, less demonstrably. Excited to meet someone or see someone who's been in Game of Thrones or a, a big T, you know, a TV show that they really liked. So, so sometimes people are a bit more kind of nonchalant and a bit, a bit, you know, like cool about things like that. I think the UK uh, audiences are much, much cooler. I think, um, but definitely when I'm in America, I, I will be kind of, you know, people will will, will mention that they recognise me or where really, uh, but in the UK not so much, I kind of wander around complete, incomplete anonymity, which is good, or else people just don't, you know don't don't care and well, that's okay too <laughs> uh,
3: Have you ever had a, a bad experience like when you've been recognised, like someone just was kind of weird?
1: No, no, because I, unlike some of my friends who have played um, quite uh, unlikable characters in soap operas um, they I, I've never kind of played a particularly controversial character, whereas um, I know that a couple of my friends who are in uh, soaps like uh, EastEnders have had death threats because of the characters they've played. So, That's so uh, so no, I've been very lucky. I've been very lucky.
0: Hmm. I know someone who got that a lot on Game of Thrones was uh, Jack Gleeson. That poor lad. People were people. Oh, really? Guy who played Joffrey. Yeah, people. He got a lot of shit for I mean, that.
3: I mean, he was a little shit anyway. Yeah. I'm I'm not, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's a shit. I mean, so I don't really. It's kind of weird uh, uh, that kind of thing because, of course, he was so obviously playing the baddie that I am amazed that uh, people kind of took it to heart so much. But there is no accounting for some people's, um, you know, that how they t- they they take these things. So, so yeah. The poor it's, it's dude, kind of... but he's like one of the nicest guys in the world. Uh, he he's such a, a, a you know a, a thoroughly decent chap.
2: Yeah,
1: it's
3: just part of people not being able to separate a TV show from reality.
2: Yeah,
1: or an actor from the role. I think it's more to do with. The... <laughs> I think it's not just TV shows. I think it goes it goes much deeper than that. Yeah, for some people.
3: 100%. Yeah, the actor and the role—two different people.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Hmm. sometimes actors can play similar similar roles to like, you know, who they actually are, but still not them.
3: Like, there's there's actors at the moment playing uh playing as Nazis in, The Man in the High Castle. I love those actors so much, but I don't think anyone's actually taking. That as a thing of them being like Nazis or something. So. uh, I hope not. That's a pretty difficult role as well. They're
1: not sensational actor.
3: Like we talked about this before, like you'd have to pay me like a little bit extra to make me
1: play a Nazi. It's not a role I, I'd line up for, really. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, this is, is the thing about about acting is that all actors, I, and I think I think it goes without saying that all actors, all, if they're given a choice, would much rather play. Uh, a nasty piece of work than uh a, a good person whatever that means but yeah. but play uh dubious morally compromised uh characters is is the best thing you can do as an actor because that that that's where all the that's where all the the, the fun lives um you obviously if you're well adjusted if you're not very well adjusted then obviously it'll make you go insane Bro- yeah uh, murder. No but, but I think it. I think generally speaking most most actors will really enjoy uh the challenges the playing characters that are 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 difficult to love because 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 what you want to do as a as an actor is uh is is kind of investigate and interrogate why those people, behave and act and do the things they do. So so, so you have to get under the, with your imagination and a little bit of research to, to figure out, how, you know, what makes these people tick. And and it, that's actually quite a, an exciting thing to do.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I brought up method acting there, but uh, what's your acting method? Like, we've had people say they based characters on people they've met before or they just kinda wing it. What works for you?
1: Shoes. What? Always start with the shoes. You find what what pair of shoes the character plays or wears and then everything everything's easy after that.
2: That was a very interesting answer. Can you elaborate? <laughs>
1: Hear more. So I'm being a little bit, I'm being a little bit facetious, but but it is true that um, I think who was it? There was actually a very famous actress who said, you know, Eileen Atkins, or some, I don't know, probably someone much much uh, from a different generation to Eileen Atkins, um, said uh, that she always starts with the character's shoes. That if you if you know what she, what pair of shoes or what a character will wear on their feet. Then everything else falls into place. So so I don't have a method. There is. I don't think there is ever a method. I I think it's all a case case of uh, like a pain you kind of uh, kind of it's something that you kind of um, put together gradually over time. Uh, sometimes characters are so well written that you don't have to do anything. That literally, all you need to do is say the lines that have been written for you, and and that's it. Yeah. Obviously, you have to understand what you're saying and why you're saying it, and that that obviously is is a fundamental part. <laughs> Um, Um, but, but the, the reality is that, I mean, the idea that like acting, you know, there's an old fashioned idea of acting as, 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 as pretending to be someone else, you know, but I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of uh, a very Victorian idea of what acting is about. Nowadays, acting is just about how do you, how do you uh, find a way to communicate something and tell a story? Uh, in, in as authentic a way as possible. And because it's all about how do you move your audience? You know, if you're making something, why do you, why are you making it? Why are you telling the story? Uh, the- the, the casting process now is so much so that, that very few actors will ever be asked to. I mean, we've got famous actors who play lots and different lots of different parts, but the idea of having an actor who is really, really versatile, who will be asked to do many, many different things. That those, those actors are few and far between. Uh, m- the majority of the time, actors are just asked to give an authentic interpretation of a character so that you kind of believe them. And the only way you can really do that is by trying to find what the truth is. So it's less about pretense. It's more about trying to find a way of, of con- communicating that character in as authentic and honest a way as you can. And it's really difficult. All right? It's easy to kind of talk about, but very, very mm-hmm. difficult to do. And that's why, you know, really good actors who can do that. Like Ian Holm, who just recently died, he was he was an actor who could do that. He It didn't matter what part he played, whether he did comedy or horror or anything in between. He could always find characters that you would always believe in. You'd, there was always a truth to what he did, no matter whether it's fantasy or you know what I mean. It was you always believed. what he did and that is really the art of acting as far as i'm concerned and so and so everything you do as an actor is trying to find what that truth is uh it doesn't matter even if you're playing a crazy monster do you know what i mean like you still have to find what the what the truth of that of that of that character in that situation is so and that and that is a that's a real skill
3: No, that's a lot to soak in. (laughs) Just give me a second. What you're you're saying there, like, we're, like, playing monsters. Have you ever had to play a character where you're, like, if this person was real, they'd be a complete monster?
1: No, I've never played a character like that. i played characters that that had... uh, uh, You know, yeah, I've, I've played characters that are manipulative and uh dangerous, um, but I have I but I haven't played characters that I would call monsters. Hmm.
3: Okay, kind of.
2: Do you find that helpful or kind of like, oh no,
1: I I want to play a
2: character who's like kind
1: of horrible.
3: Like, do you want to play like an extreme villain? I can see it.
1: Yeah, I'd love to play an extreme villain. I'd like to play Iago in Othello. I think he's, a, he's an extreme villain. I think he's really interesting because you, you, you don't really ever know why he does what he does. So, so the actor who, who plays that part has to find what that is. They have to find a reason to do and say the things that they say. And uh, I think that's really exciting. And he is definitely, I mean, he, 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 his actions lead to people's deaths. So, so I would say that's pretty, that's a pretty extreme monster. <laughs> so, so, and he, and he takes pleasure, he takes pleasure in it. So, um, uh, uh, so that's something I'd love to do one day, but um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's a case of, like I said before, you know, there is a, there of uh, enjoyment in it but that's only the art of it the reality is that you know what you want to do is play characters that are interesting and that kind of uh, connect with you on some level in the same way that when you read a book there are some books or a movie that you'll watch there'll be some things that connect with you more than others Um, the same thing goes for if you're an actor and um, how you how parts grab you uh, one actor's uh, really exciting project is another one's. Like, I'm not going to touch that. So, so it, it's it's very subjective, and it just depends on you as a person, uh, what your tastes are, what interests you. Um, uh, yeah. So that that that's. Uh, and also, you know, uh, you've got to remember that it's really hard. It never gets easier acting. Uh, because it's never the same twice, so so it's not like you just get better at it. You, you, the process is always different. the 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 people you work with is always different. The directors, the the the, the pressures on you, uh, is always different. So there's never a place where you ever feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, your 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 job as an actor, or your the, the the art of of it, is to try and find a way to do the process yourself so that you um, uh, not lose your mind through anxiety or worry or stress. But, I mean, most actors suffer that. Um, I remember um, uh, uh, many actors I've worked with who are incredibly famous and have had such prolific careers and have done so much work that you just think to yourself, oh, these people? They you know they're they're the they're, they're the best at what they do. They're the absolute best at what they do. They're so good at what they do. Everything they do is fantastic." Us as an audience and their as their colleagues always have complete confidence in what they're going to do. Do hmm. they themselves are a bag of nerves, and it's like that. That is really. I don't know many actors who are. Just, I mean, they, they may appear confident, but it's just a facade. Yeah, as yeah. an
3: actor, you'd want to be fairly confident because you're in front of a lot, a lot of people,
1: and then the pressure on set. Yeah, as you well. just you just find you just find ways to cope. You're never really that confident. Uh, the, 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 something happens when, let's say, if you're on in theatre. Uh, for me, I get really nervous before I go on stage, but once I'm on stage, I'm fine. But for the whole day before doing a show in the evening, I'm, I'm kind of distracted and um, I don't feel comfortable. I can't really concentrate on other things. Uh, but once I'm on stage, it's fine. And certainly afterwards, I feel fantastic until I wake up the next morning and realize I have to do it all over again. So, so it's, it's a constant, you know, I mean, so, someone should yeah. say to me, you know, maybe you're doing the wrong job, which is perfectly Reasonable and probably, <laughs> I think it might be true. It shouldn't be that difficult, surely. I
3: don't have, um, have, have you ever messed up a line on stage? Uh, and, all the time,
1: I I const- constantly do it. Well, like to
3: the point where like it affected the show, or just like you were no, covered.
1: no, I'm not really. Uh, the trouble is, is that you get very because it because you you know let's like, say you do a show. You... I did a performance of *Midsummer Night's Dream*. We took it all over the world, and we performed it for two years. We took it everywhere, and in all that time, I don't think we ever did one show where something didn't go wrong in some some aspect. But it's not you. You stop. You stop worrying about whether it's perfect, perfect because there's no such thing as a perfect show, and yeah. so. And so the 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 art of doing theatre is that you have to embrace the fact that it's life and you embrace that in the sense that you don't worry about it being perfect. In fact, if it's perfect, there must be something wrong. In fact, I would I would 100 percent adhere to 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 that, to that kind of analysis of, of theatre is that it, it should never be perfect. It should, it's like, it should always be. It because right. if, it, if, it, if, it's too, if it's perfect or if it's too uh, precise it means that you're missing something which is really fundamental about live performance which is it has to feel that it's only happening at that moment in the same way that we're doing this interference it's happening all the time. It it it's it's uh it it you know it's it this is this is the nature of, of doing something like this. It's that you, you're yeah. not going to you know you could probably go back and, and edit it out and you know do to do some mixing with it and get rid of it. But the, the point is in live theatre it, it, it should feel that whatever happens in the moment uh, makes it authentic and real and so without it d- d- distracting you have to incorporate it and embrace it so yeah. that ultimately it just becomes part of doing the show because things will happen all the time you'll have audience members walking in halfway through pe- people mm. dying in, in 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 the audience uh, that's happened many times in shows i've done literally oh, people carking it seriously and, and it's like it's just, just, have to... <laughs> just Don't say you have to keep going on. No, that's not normal. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Jesus no, you don't. Christ. But it's, it's profoundly upsetting. And so, you know, you have to find a way to kind of just, you know, theatres are very strange places because people, all sorts of things happen in them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never had an experience like that in a theatre, I'll be honest. Uh... No,
1: and I hope you never do.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very fortunate. happened more than once to me, that. though. Jesus. Yeah, that's not fun. No. Yeah, that's that's that, 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 that stays with you. It's not cool. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Where do yeah. I even go from
1: there? I never even sorry. thought about that. I was like, Sorry, I didn't mean to upset you.
3: No, you didn't upset us. It's just, you know,
2: it's not something
3: you think yeah, like, pe- people die everywhere. Like, but in fa- in theater, like, you don't think about that.
1: Especially if you're the performer. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was a. It was a. It was a heart attack. I mean, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. It, I mean, not that any. I'm not going to carry on talking about this. But um, but uh, it, yeah. it, you know, those hot, stuffy environments.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Uh i do move that on? This is like just what you were saying with Taylor. Like, we've had mics buzzing. We've just got hit a dead end because we got to a certain topic. Uh, you know, anything can happen. <laughs> Regardless, it gets done. Yeah,
2: no. Well, every episode of Mike buzzes at least three times, so...
3: Recently, it's been okay. That's a
2: shame. Yeah, rec- yeah well, that's because I catch it. Like, I can hear it a tiny bit when it starts, yeah. and I'm like, all right, mute Mike.
3: So... I have my question. Um, If someone wants to start acting, they want to be an actor, what advice would you give them starting off?
1: Uh, Get really good lighting. I've got terrible lighting. I'm so sorry. I can see that as the light is fading, it's getting darker and darker on my face. So I really (laughs) apologize for this. It's okay. Um, okay. I'm a a terrible, I have no idea about these kind of things. Oh, someone's coming over to switch on a light. This might might make a difference. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Holly. Um, Thank you. See, it's as simple as that, really.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I don't have anyone here to translate
3: um, for me, so I'm going to get darker as we go on.
1: So, um, so advice of two young actors. Um, or old actors, because you can start acting at any time of your life. That's the great thing about things. Um, I think, ultimately, I would say this thing. I even said it last night. Uh, I was having a conversation, and, uh, and I would say that if, if anyone asks me what my advice is uh, about, you know, starting acting, I would say, just don't do it. Don't, whatever <laughs> you can do do something else and 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 stick to that because you'll be much happier (laughs) and i'm only half joking because uh it's a really tough profession and um i can't even imagine what it must be like for young actors to be doing it right now because uh it feels like 30 years ago there were enough obstacles in our way but there was less uh pressure um in the way that there is now but i guess we have a a much healthier film industry than we ever did 30 years ago so that's that's kind of positive yeah i mean our our film industry is america's film industry of course everything is being made here but but it does mean that there are a lot of, of opportunities for british actors i wouldn't say britain has its own film industry it just it just piggybacks on uh on america's so but but that that that's really good um you have to be uh, driven and uh, dedicated in a way that is almost unhealthy, I think, and and so it's problematic because it's 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 a it's an industry that 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 asks so much of you and doesn't really give you anything back. And I guess you could say that there is a lot of in, a lot of industries nowadays that are like that. Uh, my partner's a teacher, and she works so hard. And yet, uh, uh, on many levels, you know, um, teachers don't have uh, the respect and the uh, remuneration that they they deserve. Yeah.
2: Because uh, my the heart goes out, because of their out.
1: influence. Yeah, because of the the influence they have on all everyone's lives. And, and so, kids don't so, give them a break. So. Who is so you know and public, all public so you know we'll just look at our nurses and our and our health workers uh, during this pandemic you know it, it, it just goes to show you that, that that the people that who who kind of get the, the the biggest rewards aren't necessarily the ones who who contribute the most to our society so so it, it's not just um i'm uh, not just talking about me but but the the, the fact that that we 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 have to make these choices based on what is it that uh how do we want to live our lives what is it you know like we 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 you know if you're intelligent enough there's a million ways of 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 earning a living uh, so why so why be an artist most of the time people are artists for 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 for, for the reasons that, that they've always been artists, which is that they have only one way of expressing themselves. Um, I wasn't very academic when I was at school. Um, and so for me, it, it felt like uh, the only way that I could I could uh, 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 connect with people uh, at with school and with my friends. Um, but because it had such a profound effect on me it meant that i i i pursued it and i was lucky enough to do it and meet people who encouraged me and uh, uh, and uh, and i really got a kick out of it so That's whatever, you do, it you, have, yeah, so, so whatever you do you have yeah you have to really really want to do it
3: yeah and you'd want the support as well because like if people aren't encouraging you it's a bad environment to be in. We've had other actors on before. So they were told by their parents, their their friends, like there's no point doing it, and that they would end up being nothing. Uh, a was of bad energy <laughs> going towards them. So well, that's you know, what my that's
1: what that's the family I came from because my parents were were, were, were not at all encouraging them to be an actor. But that's the reason why I did it because it was despite what I look at you that, now that led me to do it because and i think that is what i always say to actors is that is that the reason why i tell them do something else is because i know that if they really want to do it and if they are going to be halfway successful then they need to not list people like me and they need to do it anyway and that really is the bottom line you mustn't ever be discouraged because you need such a thick skin because you're going to be knocked back you're going to you're going to you're gonna. You, you, there's never going to be a time when you're going to go oh I've made it I've done the thing that I wanted to do because that never ever happens and I guarantee you people that we think are successful are, are saying the same thing to themselves they're going ah uh, you know I may be quite you know famous or I might be able to do all these kind of jobs for, and get paid a lot of money but I'm not really doing the thing that I really want to do I'm not expressing yeah. myself my myself in the way that I want to and that is the kind of curse of being uh, an artist, I guess, is that like you there's always something else you want to be doing.
3: And you do consider yourself an artist as an actor, yeah? Some actors don't. For some yeah, days.
1: I've never considered myself an actor because I, I, I don't ascribe to the, the idea of just being a jobbing actor. I, I can't be told Oh, just say these lines and stand over there and do this because I, I just—it drives me crazy. I get so bored. So invariably, I will never ever do a job where I'm just asked to be a, a jobbing actor. I, I I've done those jobs, and they have been the worst experiences of my life. And and I, I've given up acting because of jobs like that. So so for me, I have to do a job because I believe in it. That I have a a connection to it or. I really am proud of it because it has a and it, it has something interesting to say T- to me uh, that is the most important thing and it's really the reason why I do anything it's not so easy obviously because uh, you know you have to be very very lucky person to to be able to choose your jobs most of the time you just say yes to whatever you're offered because that's all there is you know that's yeah. the reality but um I've been lucky enough to 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 get to a point with theatre where I do I do get to pick and choose what I would do theatrically, and so um so yeah I will I I have to because otherwise you know there's so many actors and and they really should they 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 deserve to do that job and if I don't if I'm like only eighty percent interested in it I don't think it's fair to, to take it away from someone who would be 100 percent interested in it so i i, I always always try my damnness to 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 do to do stuff that i really believe in that i really want to do that i know that i will put my heart and soul into because if you don't then what's the point of doing it
3: yeah uh it's kind of exactly yeah. you gotta put your heart and soul into that kind of stuff
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should do that with everything we do. Otherwise, what's the no, point? I mean. I mean, we're only uh, going mean, to be dead a long time.
3: I mean, if you, with some lower end, end jobs, you do not want to put your heart and soul in them.
1: Uh, no, that's very true. no, no. But that—that's why you better get rewarded really well to make up for that.
3: Yeah. No, that's true.
1: That's what yeah, I would do true, to change yeah. the the balance. If You have to do a job like that, then you get rewarded to do it. That's it. Yeah.
2: Thomas, are you talking?
3: Thomas, you are so quiet. Maybe fell is down
2: it? a hole. Is your mic set to your mic, or is it is set to set mic? zero? It's not. It's not set to your mic. Thomas, no, that's, I don't think that's the problem. Go into your mic thing, yeah. Hover over default communications. As always, technical difficulties. Yeah, sorry, no. Go over to... to, to no, the top one. I'm sorry. Uh, the Trust GT... Yeah, GXT, no, try.
1: I'm oh, sorry, I was holding my breath for that entire thing. You're
2: a fucking idiot, Thomas.
1: Oh, (laughs) my God, I can. Have you been here all this time? I haven't been able to hear you. How long have you been talking for,
3: Thomas?
2: Yeah. Thomas, how long have you been talking for? (laughs) The
3: last 45 minutes.
2: Is he gone back? He's going
3: quiet. All right, well, I guess he's stuck at the moment, so we'll let him fix that.
2: Yeah, of course. Uh, so continue on. So, um, what would you say is like your favorite type of role to play? Then. I think we covered it. Oh, did we? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just. Uh,
3: which one of your characters was your favorite to play? Which do you identify? Very many distractions
2: at the moment. Yeah, there
1: we go. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh, I really like. Uh, um, what did I play recently? I got to play uh, uh, the fool in King Lear oh, that's cool. to uh, Don Warrington's uh, King Lear at the Royal, Royal Exchange, um, and I really, really, really love that. And it, it's not necessarily the role, it's not really the role, but the, the dynamic between those two characters, King Lear and his fool, it's like something that is, is uh, so unique to the two people that play it. You know, it, it it isn't, it's not like a choice you make. We never made any choices about how we're going to play that, those two. Pa- I mean, he made, obviously, he had to make lots of cho- choices about the way he was going to play King Lee because it's such a huge role but I I decided not to make choices everyone wants to kind of do the gimmick and kind of go oh I'm going to play the fool like this and he's going to have a ukulele or a or a or a, a, a nose pipe or something you know people make those kind of decisions when it comes to clowns and fools in Shakespeare but I decided to to not do any of that I just it's about the experience of doing the job
3: yeah
1: and that is what makes it special and that's what makes it unforgettable because you know the role i mean there's lots of roles i've done which are really exciting and brilliant but um but most of the time i can't remember half of them because i don't watch most of the stuff that i do <laughs> i literally do it and then i never ever watch it yeah i moved on to the next thing so most, most of the actors we've unless talked to game and of, like... unless it's game of thrones of course yeah, Which I have to watch over and over again? <laughs> yeah, you just get so reminded about that role, I get so asked much. so many questions. But I'm very proud of that. I'm really proud. I'm proud of doing all the all the stunts myself. So,
2: I mean, you you were the greatest swordsman in all of Westeros, so...
1: And I, I still
2: am. Exactly. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, like. Sorry, no, we had a bit of technical difficulties there in the middle of the uh, question. Thomas actually unplugged his... What? <laughs> so I we're just going to we Yeah, thank God. Um,
3: yeah, just what, what a day. This does not happen. I, I, I swear to you, this does not happen ever.
2: This is like the first day I've gotten my computer back and like... It's it's so much quicker now. Like it it boots up in five seconds. Like that's it. I was just like, oh, finally now there'd be like no technical difficulties. And then today Thomas unplugs his PC. All the mics are going haywire. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize. Yeah. But
1: uh, yeah. So it's Tom Thomas. It's, uh, Say hello, Thomas. Or is he Thomas. Yeah. No, he,
3: Thomas is gone. He has to.
1: Uh,
2: he, He's
1: booting up his He's probably PC for again. for the rest of the
3: interview. Um, yeah. I know you've got to go soon, no, so true. we'll finish up on a final question. There, you got a question?
2: Go on. Uh, do I got a question? Hmm. No yes, I do, actually. No, I do. Uh, if they were to ever... So, obviously, uh, with Game of Thrones, you know, the ending, everyone was kind of disappointed. Uh, some people liked it, and some people hated it. But... um you know they're uh, they're doing a spin-off series now as well so ever ask for that that you'd return or do you think that they'd recast you hopefully not recast you considering
1: i think they would definitely recast me in fact if it was up to if i were the producer i would definitely recast me <laughs> I think that they did say that when they came to the preview prequels, they were never going to use any of the actors that um, that were in Game of Thrones. Oh, I mean, right. for obvious yeah. reasons, of course, because it's yeah. it set in a completely different. Yeah, you want to I mean, I think it's hundreds it. of years in. But but um, I think uh, I, they they definitely said that they were never going to kind of ask any of the original cast to be in in those prequels, and that makes perfect sense because you know. I think the the, the thing that was the most unique thing about about Game of Thrones is that it introduced the world to a lot of actors that no one had ever heard of before. And that was what I think is so good. Some of them were really, really uh, well-established actors in the UK. And uh, it's just that no one else had heard of them. And so that was really exciting. And I think that is the kind of key to most places Uh. success. You have to... Cast according to the role,
3: yeah,
1: and that is the most important thing. So I, I'm I'm always much happier to move on and do new and exciting, uh, different uh, project. Um, I'm I'm not one of those people who gets obsessed with wanting to, to kind of do do the same thing again. Yeah. Um. So so sorry I'm, about I'm that, guys. Sorry about
2: that. about <laughs> nice the new stuff. Thomas, we, are you on your phone? Because I can hear your jet engine PC. No, I'm back on the computer. But so what is jet engineing right now? I don't know. But uh, <laughs>
0: anyway, sorry about
2: that. I know the video cut off,
0: and uh I feel bad. Sorry about that. Anyway.
3: Okay, I saved it. So uh, anyway, I know you gotta head off, and um, I hope you have <laughs> a great little holiday
1: or a staycation kind of thing. I'm gonna have a nice four days.
2: We hope
3: well, you do. You better, you better take take your time, relax. You've earned it.
2: <laughs> exactly. Especially,
3: Especially after being on this
1: going to go. <laughs> I'm going to need it after this podcast. Yeah.
3: Sorry about that. Oh well,
1: It's been a pleasure for us to it's have you okay, on. It's okay, guys. Uh,
3: it was actually... this wasn't a pleasure with all the technical difficulties.
1: <laughs> well, listen. Yeah, it was a pleasure to talk to you and uh and hey i think we got some good stuff though yeah definitely oh yeah so So, uh hope you have a great day thanks
3: everyone for listening uh yeah are you on social media if people want to follow you
1: i am you can find me on twitter and on instagram and on uh, facebook under my name um and uh What's the thing that I'm going to be in next? Oh, I'm in the sequel to The Hitman's Bodyguard, uh, which is going to come out this year. (laughs) Yeah, we 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 shot a sequel uh, last year, but it's not going to be out until next year. Um, uh, but that is going to be. Why um, would you say that at the end of the interview? (laughs) Come on, man.
2: That's just life changing. Let's it, it's,
1: it's, it's my. It's my. It's my. Speak! My... You fucking! You dropped out of the. Yeah. Good yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Did you play like a big role in it, or? And, uh, oh, I just play. Uh, I'm just. I'm not going to tell. I'm going to spoil it for you, but okay. I play a guy who tries to kill Samuel L. Jackson's character. There you go. But as can tries. imagine, it doesn't go that way. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward out. to this. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah.
2: We'll, we'll definitely yeah. be watching that anyway.
1: It was great. It was great fun to film, and, uh, and you know, Samuel Jackson called me a motherfucker. So, so I feel like <laughs> I've, I've achieved a life goal there. <laughs> All right. That's that is a
3: goal. <laughs> that's incredible. That's yeah. incredible, man.
1: Life goals.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, All right, right, boys. You take it handy. Very you have a nice great day,
1: to sir. To you. And have a good, good the rest of the summer.
3: Same Thank goes. You. Take it handy. Have a great one.